Hey, Jerry Fetty here, owner, founder, and CEO of Wealth Dynamics. I want to give you a video today actually on entrepreneurism. So there's this, this I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18. There's this connotation of like wanting to be an entrepreneur, right? And so I want to give you my honest thought on this today uh, because it does relate to wealth. Entrepreneurism, it's a way to earn income. It's a way to build wealth. It's a way to build assets. Now, the statistics tell the story here. I want to talk about this. I believe the stat is 90% or 95% of small businesses fail within the first five years. Right. And so this idea that being an entrepreneur, it means you're going to have more freedom and you get to live your own life and all this stuff. Actually, for the first five or 10 years, sometimes even 15 isn't true at all. Right. And so by that statistic, that means that 95 percent of people, based on the fact that the business failed, weren't cut out for it. Like it wasn't actually right for them. Okay, And so what most people are seeking from entrepreneurship, they actually should be seeking from investing freedom of time. You don't get that by being responsible for 100 employees. Okay, like that's that's now less time, right? Sure, they're doing the work for you, but I can tell you from first hand experience, I don't have 100 employees. Right now, I have five or six direct people that on a daily basis, every 10 or 15 minutes, report to me. They need something. It's a lot. Like I end the day feeling very dispersed and confused sometimes. I enjoy that. That's something I like, right? So being an entrepreneur, like you, you've got to look at you know beyond just I like selling or I like marketing or I have a good idea. Ideas are a dime a dozen. Right, my old stepdad Frank, he's like 80 years old. He used to tell me, Jerry, you know, uh, wish in one hand, take a shit in the other, <laughs> see which one fills up first. You could say the same thing about ideas. Have ideas in one hand, take a shit in the other, see which one fills up first. And the point there is, ideas happen over and over and over. It's not about having a good idea; it's about being able to actually implement the idea. Right. So when you really look at this entrepreneur thing, you know, are you are you fulfilled by having an 80-hour work week? for the next five or 10 years? Are you fulfilled by having, you know, a lot of different, you know, putting out fires and handling problems and it's a constant thing? Okay, some people are, and again, some people aren't. And I think that's the honest conversation that needs to happen. Okay, so when I first got into the entrepreneurial space, it was through network marketing, right? Network marketing, they, they told the story about, you know, become financially independent. Who wouldn't want that, right? Uh, don't trade your time for money. Who wouldn't want that? But then they stepped into... You know, having a job means just over broke. Okay, if you work at McDonald's, yeah. But I, I've seen people that, you know, they have a job and they make great money and they love what they do. Or having a boss. If you spell boss backwards, it's a double SOB. Okay, good. I've seen people, though, that have terrible bosses and people that have a great boss. Right? So then we start getting into these things that aren't necessarily true. And the answer was, well, go be an entrepreneur. Right? And so the message I want to give you today is, as an entrepreneur, like the qualities I think you need to have is... Like really, you should be someone that's not employable. I'm not employable. I would be a terrible employee. I don't like listening. I don't like showing up at a certain time. I like doing my own thing, right? Like if if you're unemployable, then yeah, you should maybe be an entrepreneur. Like you can't, you're not capable of working for someone else. Okay, I was given the opportunity many times, and it felt like I was in mental pain while I was considering it. It was like it's like going from being a wolf, you know, in the in the woods. Not saying that that's the right thing to do, but if you're used to living in the woods, killing your own dinner, sleeping outside fighting off wild animals and then you're like okay a warm bed sounds nice but I don't get this other stuff right just like if I'm a dog you know and I live in a house like getting thrown out in the wilderness probably doesn't sound ideal either there's both sides of it right so an entrepreneur there's someone that puts their time their money their energy their capital at risk in order to promote their idea into the marketplace right am I willing to go put those things at risk if I'm somebody that at any point in life my answer to what happiness means is be comfortable I don't think that that's an entrepreneur. 
Okay, not saying that there's anything wrong with being comfortable, but that's not what an entrepreneur is bargaining for. Right, look at Elon Musk. I think Elon's a great example of an entrepreneur, somebody who has ideas and he's, he's you know, swinging from the hip all the time, putting them out there. And, and that's what an entrepreneur looks like, right? And that's a lifestyle that I don't think many people actually want deep down inside. It's a very different thing to be an entrepreneur. You're, you're wired differently, right? Now, the problem with this is, is for every entrepreneur, there needs to be probably 10 or more employees, Right? If you're in a big company, it might be 100 employees or 200 employees, and the entrepreneur is the one guy. The ratio of the entrepreneur to the people that need to be there to make the idea work is very vast. Right, For every one or two people, there's got to be dozens to support the idea. And so to say the entrepreneur is the one that's important, I would never say that because I know for a fact without my team, my company wouldn't be here. Sure, I'm the entrepreneur, but I need, I need Samantha you know, running the operations. I need Alexander recruiting. I need Robert running ads. Like all this stuff has to be there. If it's not there, then I don't have a business. I've, I've just got ideas again. Okay, so it's kind of that question of like what's more important, the chicken or the egg? I think it's a stupid question. You need both. So if I'm an entrepreneur, I better very quickly get, you know, integrators on my team and staff and executives that can take my idea and put traction underneath of it and make it go somewhere. Okay, if I'm somebody that can make it, you know, go somewhere... I'm telling you as an entrepreneur, I find that very valuable. I don't want you to go be an entrepreneur. If you're that person, come work for me. I need that. I need more people that can implement and make things happen, right? So it's really this combination of both. We need people that are great executives. We need people that are great employees. Employees, not a bad thing. Like there are great employees out there, okay? Like the largest companies in the world, you name one, they can't function without their employees and the, the founders know that, okay? The investors know that. Right? So an employee is a great thing. Be a really good employee. Make lots of money. Contribute to your company. If you're an entrepreneur, have great ideas. Get them out in the marketplace. But I want to really just stress that there's no reason for one to feel the need to become the other if that's not what you do and that's not your lane. Right? So if you're an entrepreneur, I want to, I want to end this with, with something that can help both of you. If you're an entrepreneur, one of the things that you're going to struggle with is going to be having a service that's scalable. Okay, having systems and processes in place to make things happen easy and fast, and then having the right staff. Okay, that's the beast for every entrepreneur. It's the three system, the three S's, the systems, the staff, and the services. Okay, and if you can get all three of those dialed down, you're gonna have a great you know, business and it's gonna expand well. But a lot of entrepreneurs don't get those things in place. Okay, so if you're like, I've got the drive, I can sell, I can market. You know, I have a friend that calls the entrepreneur the unicorn. I'm a unicorn, right? You, you, you can do the videos and the this and the content and the that, and you can build the business. That's awesome. And if you're not getting the traction, I want to invite you to come be an entrepreneur with me. Okay, if you get a life insurance license, you come join Wealth Dynamics. I can plug you in with a service that works and scalable, systems that are already built, and staff that are already in place to support you so that you can literally just hit the gas pedal and go as fast as you can and as far as you can, and we'll pay you every dime that you earn. Right, that's an entrepreneur. Now, if you're an employee and you're like, no, I don't really want to be a sales guy or a marketing guy. I don't really want to build my own business. I want. I'm good at this. I'm good at maybe you know building automations, or I'm really good at marketing, or I'm really good at systems, or I'm really good at hiring. Whatever your skill set is, and you're like, I don't. I'm not interested in being an entrepreneur, but I also don't want to have limited income. This is the thing that people will go wrong with on the employee thing. They they associate being an employee means I'm never going to grow my income. Well, in a good company, that's not true. Okay, so if you're an employee and you're watching this and you're like, hey, I want to, you know, maybe go somewhere where I'm valued, where I'm treated like, you know, I'm treated like somebody that contributes and I can earn more income and grow. 
I want to invite you to come interview with my team. I can't promise you we're going to hire you, but we'll talk. And if you're a good fit and we're a good fit, there might be a spot on our roster that works for you. We're looking for key people right now. Okay. Now, the other thing is, let's say you don't want any of that and you're just like, I am an entrepreneur already or I'm an employee already. Things are going well. That's great. What's your financial freedom plan? Do you have a blueprint to financial freedom? Do you have a strategy to have passive income that exceeds your savings, expenses, and taxes? Because the end of the story for both the employee and the entrepreneur is to have that. Okay, nobody wants to be an 85-year-old business owner that can't leave their company. Just like nobody wants to be an 85-year-old employee that can't quit their job because they don't have their finances figured out. Okay, how do you enjoy life? How do you, how do you actually take your time and do the things you want to do with this? So that's what we help our clients with. Whether you're an individual or you're a family, you're an entrepreneur, we can help you become more financially educated. We can help you build solvency so you've got a good foundation with your money. And then we can help you achieve greater financial freedom to the point of no longer having to trade your time for money. Right? So as you're watching this and you're thinking, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. Here's what's next for me. Again, the three S's. You need to be working on systems, staff, and services. Okay? If you add a fourth one, it's scale. Right? Those are, those are the four S's of, of, of building a business. If you're an employee, like finding a place that's going to give you good leadership, good opportunity, grow your income. It's a culture that's going to be you know, fun to go to and it makes you engage and they really value you. Those are the two different sides of that track and they both lead to, okay, good. What are you doing to become financially independent today? So I hope this video was valuable. If it was, comment below, ask your questions, like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next time.